Welcome back, MTN Giants podcast. Another pretty big day for the Giants. It's not Darren Waller level, but still pretty big. The Giants get Paris Campbell from the Indianapolis Colts. They also bring back Jihad Ward and Darius Slayton, which was kind of surprising, I will say. So, of course, the Giants are out on the Odell Beckham sweepstakes. It is what it is. He was out of their price range, so that potential reunion is not going to happen. But you bring in Paris Campbell, who is very interesting. Once again, it's kind of risky. We know that, of course, but it's a one-year deal, and I think the value for that contract is great. Only a $4.7 million cap pit for next year. He could be ascending. You never know. I think he's a good scheme fit for this team as well. We know Darius Slayton, what his role was with this team last year. He is the field stretcher, and Jahad Ward has plenty of experience playing in Don Martindale's defense, and he's a good rotational piece and a very well-liked guy in the locker room. So a successful day here for the Giants, I will say. All right, let's start with Paris Campbell, the new guy. Um, he was signed first anyway, so it's only fair. But Paris Campbell, 25 years old, 6 feet tall, 207 pounds. Of course, a one-year $4.7 million deal. Now, I think the deals for him and Waller, now, of course, the Giants didn't sign Waller to that contract. It was kind of inherited from the Raiders, but those guys are on very good contracts and contracts that if you have to get out of them, it's not that hard. We went over Darren Waller. There's no dead cap hit after this year, so that's fantastic. And for Paris Campbell, if he goes back to getting hurt again or just doesn't produce, it's a one-year deal. So there's really no downside whatsoever to this move or the Darren Waller trade uh, a couple days ago. So when you can really accumulate these low risk and high reward type moves, um, it makes your team, you know, the, the greater possible outcome even better. So as long as things break the right way for the Giants, which in the past it hasn't, but there is a chance that these signings end up being great. Um, Paris is a great scheme fit for this team. He's kind of had an odd career. Like he's had some points where he was a, a field stretcher, a guy with a pretty, you know, high A dot and he was getting targets down the field. But last year his A dot was only like 6.4. Yeah, 6.4. So you know, I don't know what type of role he'll have with this team, but the Giants do have a good amount of slot receivers. I do have his snaps here. So Campbell played 756 snaps in the slot and 218 out wide. So obviously more of a slot guy. That's kind of what he's been used for with the Colts in his career, but does have the ability to play outside, which is nice. Six feet tall is not too bad for a wide receiver. You know, guys like Odell Beckham and Antonio Brown are listed as shorter, and they were pretty damn good outside receivers. He ran a 4-3-140 at his combine back in 2019, a former second-round pick. Had a career year last year, 63 catches, 629 yards, two touchdowns, 91 targets. And that's with Matt Ryan, Sam Ellinger, Nick Foles, and a terrible Colts team in 2022. So I would think this Giants situation is going to be a lot more favorable for a guy like Campbell. And there's a chance that they were going after a guy like Miko Hardman, who I think would have fit the scheme even better. But honestly, maybe Paris Campbell was a bit cheaper, less of a commitment, only one year. And the Giants said, hey, let's just go with this guy. So it worked out. Now, Joe Shane has signed himself a good amount of Colts players. It's only been his second offseason here, but he has signed Mark Lewinsky last year. Of course, Bobby Okereke a couple days ago. And then Paris Campbell today. So three Colts guys in the span of not even two off-seasons yet for Joe Shane, but I guess that's just a coincidence. Last season, Campbell was 11th amongst all wide receivers in separation, according to next-gen stats. That's an impressive number. And as I said, he can really beat you at any 
any area around the field. Like he will catch screen passes. I saw that a lot last year with the Colts. He can beat you over the top. We've seen that before. Intermediate routes, which is kind of what the Giants offense is. The Giants offense last year was a lot of behind the line of scrimmage, short passes. And in the event they want to go long, I think Paris Campbell can do that stuff too. So he's a good fit. He just has to stay on the field. But once again, it's a one-year deal, so I'm not really sweating it too much. I just hope for the sake of this offense that they can get him out there. Hopefully, this does not mean anything bad for Wandale Robinson. I mean, I think his recovery is still on time. But, you know, you sign a guy with, like, kind of a similar profile. I know Paris is a bit bigger, but... Hopefully those guys can play together, share the field that they need to. So you look at the Giants wide receivers now, and it ain't that bad. It's not great, but it's really not that bad anymore. Um, you have Darius Slayton back, of course, 26 years old. You have Isaiah Hodgins at 24 years old. Paris Campbell at 25. Colin Johnson at 25. Wandell Robinson is 22. And Sterling Shepard is 30. So you have a young receiving core that could be pretty good. And you do have, of course, Darren Waller, who when healthy is one of the better receiving tight ends in the entire NFL. And you can't forget Saquon Barkley. As I always say, I do wish we had a legitimate wide receiver one. But if the Giants can build their receivers with a bunch of depth and guys that are just good players, no no great players, but a bunch of good players, um, I think Waller, when he's healthy, can be great, obviously, and same for Saquon, but wide receiver-wise, these guys are just good players. I wouldn't say any of these guys are wide receiver ones. Um, I guess there's an off chance that Paris Campbell can have a really good season if healthy, but I would not count on him to put up like, you know, 1,200 yards or something like that. Um, but yeah, they have a lot of guys on the same level. Guys like Darius Slayton, so far Wandell Robinson's on that level. And for a guy like Slayton, I got to give him credit. Like he was a guy who I believe was inactive for week one. The Giants seemed like they had no interest at all in bringing him back and you know, he made some big plays for them last year. I remember he had that drag route against the Texans, and he was able to break some tackles, bring it to the house, had a big catch versus the Packers. I mean, he made some plays this year for the Giants. He also had that touchdown catch where he almost dropped it, but he caught it against the Jaguars. That was like a 40, 50-yard touchdown. So he had his moments this year, and for him to, like, basically just stick with it and not get his hopes up and remain with this team, and he was definitely out of favor at one point. Once again, I think he was, like, not even with the first team offense in training camp. So to make it this far, completely turn things around and get himself a second contract is great. And honestly, you know, I don't love giving him credit, but Dave Gettleman had a good fifth round pick. This is a good pick. Uh, 2019 fifth round, I believe he was. So Darius Slayton so far has had a better career than most fifth round picks ever have. So two years, $12 million, 16.5 maximum value for Darius Slayton seems like a fine contract based on the receiver market so far this year. But honestly, nothing really beats the Paris Campbell value. Like a one-year deal for him is pretty damn good. So I do like seeing that. It's just with him and Waller, they just have to be on the field. And same thing for Sterling Shepard, who is kind of an afterthought at this point. But obviously when Shep plays, he's a good player. So if you get those guys playing relatively healthy this year, um, the Giants will have no reason to, you know, complain about their weapons. I mean, once again, I would love to have a a, um, a Jerry Judy or Brandon Ayuk or someone like that, but it doesn't seem like that's going to trend in that direction. Maybe it still does. I don't know. They might still add a guy or two. And at least for Slayton, like, we know what he is. He's never going to have great hands. He's not great at contested catches, but 
just about everything else he does at a pretty high level. So we know what we're getting here. He's been here for a while. He has a year with this offense, so there is continuity there. He has chemistry with Daniel Jones. So that's the good news. There's no learning curve or anything like that. I know with a guy like some newer guys with Waller and Paris Campbell, you kind of have to worry about that stuff, but not here. Jihad Ward is also back on a one-year deal. So, of course, there was that quote about Don Martindale, and he was talking about Jihad Ward. And he basically said, as long as I'm a coach, like I want Jihad Ward with me. So that will continue as Jihad Ward remains a giant. And so does Don Martindale. So a one-year deal. Jihad started 11 games last year. That was the most he had since his rookie year with the Raiders back in 2016, back with the Oakland Raiders at that time. And um, he played for Indianapolis. What a surprise. So another Colts guy for the Giants. But um, he had, you know, some a career year kind of last year. Tied a career high with three sacks. He had his most tackles in a season at 43. Seven tackles for a loss. That was a career high. So the guy had a good year. Uh, four passes defended. That was the most in his career. Two forced fumbles, the most in his career. So yeah, he was really good for a rotational pass rusher. The type of guy you want on your team. Locker room loves him. Apparently he blocks a lot of people on Twitter for no reason. I don't know why. I feel like a lot of Giants fans are blocked by him. And shockingly, I'm not one of them so I don't know what Jihad's waiting for there but yeah I'm glad he's back it's definitely a good defensive piece to have is this the end of Julian Love I mean I don't know we'll see there are some good safeties out there I always bring up CJ Gardner Johnson even a guy like Taylor Rapp I like from the Rams so I don't know we'll find out what the Giants do they couldn't draft a guy as well uh, but speaking of the draft wide receiver that's also a possibility I talked about that last night a bit with Anthony Rivardo on Fireside Giants I was there last night doing a stream so if you missed that and want to watch it go go for it but we talked about some of the uh oh what's this the bears are signing robert tanyan so packers to bears look at that um but anyway we talked about the wide receiver class we talked about some of the top guys like smith and the jigba and we had you know quentin johnston jordan addison and zay flowers guys like that so we gave our thoughts about those guys so yeah the giants might go in that direction I have a crush on Joey Porter out of Penn State, the cornerback, so the draft's interesting. I do feel like it's going to be a wide receiver or corner. I mean, of course, it might just be best player available, and we might not know, but I feel like if I had to lean a position based on where the Giants might be going or want to go, I would say wide receiver or cornerback. So we, we don't know yet, but it's looking like it's trending towards that direction. So yeah, so far, it's been a pretty damn good free agency. I would say I'm pretty satisfied. The Waller move came out of nowhere, but I love it because it's kind of a low risk, high reward. Yeah, you gave up pick number 100, but how many times does that pick end up being anything great? Not too much. I mean, I get the downside. Yeah, Waller was hurt the last couple of years. He might come here and just get hurt again. I get it. Same thing with Paris Campbell. Yeah, he might play five games next year. Okay, but one-year deal, it's worth it. Um, you know, Darius Slayton, of course, he's not the perfect player, so I get it. And the Giants do have a lot of the same guys they had last year. They did add Paris Campbell. They did add um, Darren Waller. But aside from that, it is the same receiving core. So, you know, of course, we wanted a wide receiver one. That market wasn't there. Joe Shane said, let me get one of the best tight ends in football. He brought him here, and hopefully he's healthy. He's still 30 years old. I think he'll be 31 at some point during the season next year. So as long as Darren Waller's healthy, though, he'll have a good season, I'm pretty sure. And, of course, we, we trust the coaching staff. That's the biggest thing. Of course, coaching matters a lot. Um, the Giants, they may take a step back record-wise, of course. They might not be great in close games like they were last year, but 
I do have confidence that Daniel Jones will play better than he did last year. Well, stats-wise, I mean, once again, it might not result in more wins, but I think Daniel Jones, like statistics-wise, will play better. You have Saquon back. We'll see if he's extended or not, but for now, he's basically back on a one-year deal, essentially. Um, and yeah, you bring in other guys that are going to make this team better. So the Giants offense is moving in the right direction. It's not elite. It's not perfect. But, you know, hopefully they somehow come away with a wide receiver one or they can draft somebody and take it from there. But yeah, that's going to do it. I've been satisfied so far. So far, so good with the Giants. Hope you guys enjoyed. And I'll talk to you guys next time.